Hello. Today I am speaking with the captains of the varsity volleyball team, Sarah Matsumura and Kendall Robinson. Both are highly accomplished volleyball players and this year led the team to one of their best seasons in the team's history. They went on an undefeated 12-match streak, won the Haverford Invitational and Muhlenberg Buttermaker Tournament, finished the regular season with four straight victories, with impressive victories over Dickinson and Swarthmore, and finished the season with 20 wins for the first time since 2015. We had a very interesting and fun conversation. Uh, we touched a range of topics. Uh, the most notable, I would say, are the, uh, the chaos of the recruitment process, injuries, and how to cope with them. Both uh, Kendall and Sarah have run into various injury problems throughout their four years here. Um, the competitive nature of the Centennial Conference, the conference that uh, Haverford is in, in case you didn't know. They touched on their success this season and whether they attribute it to anything, if anything at all. Uh, they talked about what it means to be a captain on the volleyball team. And finally, they talked about the notorious student-athlete divide. I also give uh, some of my opinions on the whole topic as well. But uh, nonetheless, it's uh, very interesting. Um, yeah, so I bring to you Sarah Matsumura and Kendall Robinson. Also, shout out to my boy Yoshi T for the intro music. You should check out his new album that he just released, Kumo Mono, on Spotify. Link in the description. Anyway, here's the conversation. Sarah, thank you for joining me. This is the first uh, podcast that I'm doing, and the first podcast, first and hopefully uh, in, in a series of podcasts that will interviews like um, captains of various sports teams on campus, and like I feel like I'm a I'm a NARP, is that right? I, I'm I'm a NARP, so my 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 insight into like the athlete world is is not very good. So you know, hopefully we can shed some light on that as well. But um, before we talk about the season itself, I just want to know, like, how you guys got to Haverford, like, with volleyball and, like, your volleyball experience. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm from Utah, and so um, I pretty much just started playing volleyball with my sister because she's, like, three years older than me, so mm -hmm. she pretty much whatever she did, I would do. Um, but I pretty much started in sixth grade, and then I just kind of realized that volleyball was a sport that I wanted to play because I uh, would play a lot of... Um, different sports in middle school and high school too like basketball and track yeah um but then once i got to high school i was like no i really want to like hone in on volleyball because i think that's something i could actually do in college um and so yeah i did that and then i found haverford through the recruiting process and then also i had some uncles who lived out here uh -huh. but yeah yeah that's pretty much my story and uh, what about you kendall um i grew up in california so in california so volleyball is kind of everywhere um mm -hmm kind of like the thing to go do in middle school so that's how I started with all my friends and then became something a bit more serious and then like Sarah I was playing um like lacrosse soccer I was swimming at one point and then I kind of had to make the decision in high school to stick with volleyball um and then I hadn't heard of Haverford until I had a tournament out here in Philadelphia and the coach um came to our court and talked to me um and then you know I did a little bit more digging around Haverford and found out it was a place that I really liked and you know wanted to be at I was wondering if you guys had shed some light on the recruiting process for you guys because I know that uh 
it's like very confusing. Sometimes coaches reach out to players or vice versa and you have to pick like what school is best for you and you have to match it academically and all that stuff. So it's like, was it stressful or did you, or I think, um, I did because D3 schools that I was looking at aligned with where I wanted to be academically because mm-hmm. it was definitely more thinking academics first and then if I can play volleyball there, that would be that would be great too um, because I didn't really know life without it and I yeah. felt like it would be weird not to play it. Um, but yeah, I think it's even changed since we've been, been through it because I have... Um, like friends, younger like siblings who have gone through it, and the coaches can start talking like younger and younger. I think yeah. uh, we couldn't do an overnight until our senior year, like spring of junior year, and yeah. I think it can. It's earlier now. That's um, crazy. It's definitely stressful, like applying, like trying to figure out where to apply because they recommend you do ED because then like the coach has like a list of all the people that they want, and like it's like for sure that you're coming there. Mm-hmm. So then it's like choosing that one school that you want to pick <laughs> to yeah. apply to. Yeah, that's crazy you mentioned that because, like, my sister's in high school and she's been telling me how I think D- D3 schools reach out to kids sophomore year. That's mm-hmm. so weird. In high school, which I think that's is... That's new. Yeah, I was not that young when we went. That's incredible. Like, I, yeah. like even as, like, when I was a sophomore, like, I, I, know, I didn't even know what, like, the college process was, <laughs> no. like, much less whether to play athletics in college. Um, yeah, it was super process. stressful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't even know about Haverford until I started the recruiting process either. Uh-huh. So, like, that helped me figure out what I wanted to do mm-hmm. after high school. But, yeah, it was just, like, a whole bunch of back and forth. Like, what's the difference between, like, D1, D2, and D3? And then after, like, like my parents even signed me up for, like, this whole, like, um, like recruiting website and everything. So that was, like, a huge help for us. Yeah. But, like, even then, there were times I was like, parents, I don't know if I want to do this still. Like, it's <laughs> so stressful. But... There are yeah. like there are like camps you can go to right. too, which I went to a few of those, which are very special because yeah. it's like twenty yeah. college coaches yeah. and they're all watching you play you. volleyball. And they film you too, right, or something like that. Like they, like, they have... <laughs> I feel like at some, I think at some, I think it depends. Um, and like, but it's a way to talk to them and like get them to like talk to you about the school and stuff. Because I also like the Haverford coach um, saw me play there too, mm-hmm. and then I got to talk to her more one on one, and she gets to like they get to run their own drills, so then they get to like put you through like what they right. like want to see from you so just moving forward like going into your freshman year uh what do you what was like your what was your first impressions of the volleyball team like the infrastructure like how how it was run you know whether you like the team like that especially like I, I i feel for many uh freshman athletes it's a lot in terms of like you have so much to acclimate towards you have to acclimate to like a new environment and at the same time you're in a completely new environment for like I presume like three hours a day or whatever with your new team and like those are gonna be your friends and uh, yeah any, any thoughts about that? Yeah, freshman year was a bit interesting because um, the coach who recruited us she actually um, wasn't working here anymore. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so we learned that like a couple like maybe a month before we got to preseason, and so that was a big shocker. <laughs> that like the person that we had spent all this time like in the recruiting process talking to and like trying to understand where we're heading. Um, that she was no longer in the equation at all. That was very interesting to um, <laughs> then be introduced to. I think it worked out for the best. I think it really did. Why do you say that? Well, just hearing the stories <laughs> of how she ran practices and how, like, our coaches, like, came from a very competitive... She was a, like, NCAA All-American oh. like, player. Yeah, that's her, her current coach. Current coach. Yeah. Like, she... So she's very intense, very, mm-hmm. like... And she's definitely looking to bring Haverford to that level. And so, like, 
our practices, it was ni- it was nice because like everyone was new to her, so it wasn't right. like there was this whole thing going on and we had to kind of find our way. But like it was new to everyone, and she was just like practices are always super intense and like you know, and and then I think one of the seniors was like, yeah, we never used to sweat in our practices <laughs> with Michelle, and we were I was like. <laughs> Ever sweat, huh? (laughs) I was like, okay, Uh, maybe it's then just hearing some of those stories of kind of like, yeah, team dynamics with the coach and everything. We're like, hmm, it's good that that happened. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I I, I don't know how you would have a practice. I know now we are like worried about each other slipping in our sweat. I know. Right, right, and I guess uh, was would you consider like. Freshman, I didn't do my research, I should know this, but, like, was yeah. freshman year a, uh, a successful year, considering, like, yeah, you guys yeah. didn't get much I playing mean, time or anything? We made it to the semis mm-hmm. of our conference tournament, which was pretty exciting as a first year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so that's... But, and I kind of thought that was, like... A normal. A normal. Yeah. And then, you know, we didn't make the playoffs the next two years, so then I was kind of like, I guess that's not really what mm-hmm. everyone does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, I mean, Sarah got a lot of playing time freshman year. Yeah, was, I was I was very lucky. I yeah, was, was, I was thrown in here and there, <laughs> which is always fun. But you know, <laughs> and I guess um, what what are your thoughts on the Centennial Conference in general? If uh, it seems like you guys were successful first year in the next two years, it was hard to break into the playoffs. Is the Centennial Conference generally considered one of the stronger conferences for volleyball, or how does that landscape work? Um, I think no matter what, for me, I have, like, an interesting perspective on it because, like, I feel like no matter what team we play, I feel like we have the chance of beating them. Mm -hmm. But there's, like, so many good teams that, like, I'm always surprised when we play them. I'm, like, Mm -hmm. shocked by how, like, I I guess, like, how underestimated, like, they do, like, appear to other conferences and just, like, compared to the big team in our conference, Johns Hopkins, it's, like, we know that we're all, like, now vying for that next spot, like, right underneath them, but it's, like, there's still a lot of competition there of, like, mm-hmm. like Dickinson, McDaniels, like, there's right. all the schools. And, and these, these are much bigger schools, too, right, compared to Haverford, are Ho- they? Hopkins is, like, the one that's, m- I think the rest are kind of around... Okay. around our size but Hopkins is like 5,000 or like they're a lot right and and yeah. would you say Hopkins is like the main like the like the rival like the rival or mm. are there any other teams it's that you like you beef with because I would say Swarthmore is definitely the rival right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. like that was like it's always our most like anticipated and exciting and like emotional game mm-hmm. um and like Hopkins is kind of like we're just kind of like why are you in our conference now <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, they're, they're, like they're like they're that good. They've just consistently been. Yeah, I mean, winning the whole championship undefeated this year, and just like their strength, and in such little numbers too. Mm-hmm. Like they always have a small team. Yeah, it's but, crazy yeah. what they can pull off with just yeah. like the eight players they have. Right, and like I don't really know the the dynamic or like how volleyball works or like what gives a player an advantage, but I presume, I mean. To like for me, for from an outsider, I assume like height does matter, but uh, I guess evidently, not all the time is a lot about like agility and power yeah, and that type of definitely. thing. Definitely, it's like positional wise, it depends. Mm-hmm. So like like Sarah and I are both like back row players and like have uh, dabbled in the front row, but like <laughs> but like we're on like the shorter side for for front row, and then like yeah. we have girls on our team who are five eleven, six foot, and they're more front more the front row players. Mm-hmm. And like how how would you uh. How do you characterize your team's like playing style, or like the what uh, what attributes make the Haverford volleyball team different as opposed to other teams? 
That's yeah. a good question. That is a great question. I mean, I don't feel like overall we have like like a lot of height on our team, but I think that makes us really quick as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we're a very scrappy team in general too. So like a lot of fiery energy of just like running around <laughs> trying to get things going. Yeah. And then we just like get super excited too, if anything. Like this year was like our revenge season, so like talking about like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> like that's how we our rivals yeah. are. Yeah. It was like everyone was our rival. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess also just that kind of unity and bond that we all were just like, okay. It's our year now. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> and, and I guess what, but considering the success this year, especially when you compare it to the previous two years, uh, would you attribute it to anything? Or, like, would you say your class is particularly strong and you guys, like, came, to, I don't know, like, came to the fold, like, at the right time? Or it's... I think it, it might be a combination of having the coach in place for a solid four years and having a, a class go through with her. Um, like strong, like for girls, like all the way through. Um, and I think just like um, we spent a lot of time like building our standards and values and like um, setting expectations for how like we want to set up to be the most successful. And I think that all that time and effort spent in the off season with that last year, I think really helped us. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what in like looking back and like talking with coach about it, that's kind of one of the things that have stood out to us is different this year. That's that's pretty. That's, I mean, it's great that you guys did so well. And I guess uh, what, as captains, what was the uh, like the transition like, and like what responsibilities did you assume that were different and compared? And like, where did you have a good relationship with like the previous captains, and like you like mm-hmm. passed the mantle type of thing, or I don't know. It's like I don't want to get into like the to like the dynamics between like you and other players, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, at least for our junior year, I was also one of the co-captains. Uh-huh. So I think like going from the transition of junior year to senior year, like having a new captain partner who I could actually like feel comfortable working with in a lot of difficult situations, like mm-hmm. that definitely I think helped us a lot in creating the year and the season that we did um and then, like what what responsibilities do you guys usually <clears throat> have to take on it's kind of a lot like under the rug type stuff mm-hmm. right, like I'm sure, yeah. like there's like dynamics and stuff going on on the team and it's kind of our job to like see that and then kind of like pull it out before it starts like so snowballing effect and it's something that we haven't been great at in the past and something that we noticed and we were like, we need to do a better job at, like, cutting things off before, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, little things, like, personal relationships, you know, people not showing up on time or, like, just being, like, a little bit more on it in terms of, like, holding people accountable, um, which is something that a lot of people have trouble going, especially, like, the, it's, like, weird because, like, they're some of our closest friends to go up and see, like, hey, like, you weren't on practice on time, like, what's up? It's a little <laughs> bit hard to do that. So, so uh... <laughs> So it's just, like, kind of finding that balance between, like, not being annoying and, like, nagging and also explaining, like, like, we started off this the season as, like, all four seniors, like, kind of saying, like, why we, we care mm-hmm. and, like, why we're going to be hard and, like, why we care if you're on time, if you're pushing yourself, if you're working hard. And I think that helped as well, like, knowing motivations behind, like, why we're doing what we're doing. Right. So. And uh, I guess... And this is this is an aspect that I don't uh, quite know fully, but I, I I mean, it's obvious that if you're on a sports team, the people you're on your team with become your very close friends, and you spend a lot of time with them. I was wondering if you could just shed some light on the, what's what that what that is like, and uh, you know, is it 
is it just because uh, you guys practice for, I don't know how much you practice every day, but I know you guys practice every day, right? Like two, mm-hmm. like a couple hours or something like that. Um, and like you have your team meetings and all that. It's, is it because you guys just spend so much time together or is it, I don't know, is it something else or? Uh, I think for volleyball in general too, it's just like a very emotional sport. So right. it's like you really bond in that way of like celebrating like every single point because otherwise like you lose a lot of the momentum that goes into like trying to win matches. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, just entering like, um, college as a team like you already are like introduced to this family that if you want you can be with them for the next four years and yeah. it's like really great to always have them but like create other friend groups outside of the team as well so then you have like these two solid groups that you're always going back and forth between and just feeling like you're accepted somewhere mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting because I think there's there's a big it seems to me there's a I mean I don't I don't really know I don't have like a full understanding of everything but it seems to be like a, a very big misunderstanding of just the student athlete divide in general mm-hmm. and there seems to be many uh and again everything can cut, we can be cut out blah, blah, blah. Yeah. but it seems <laughs> yeah. there it seems to be like a very uh it, it, there, there's a lot of judgment on athletes and the friend groups that they're a part of mm-hmm. um do you guys want to dispel any of that <laughs> or, yeah that's hard i mean I dispel or <laughs> i mean it's something that like it's something that we also think a lot about, at least our team personally, and, like, we have captains meetings every month with, like, all captains, mm-hmm. and it's something that comes up every time because we're always trying to brainstorm ways to, like, make it better and make sure that we're being accepted, and I think that it's just some, it's something that's difficult because there's not one... I think someone asked a question last time, like, how can we help this? And it's kind of like there's not one answer, no. and someone was like, just be nice people to everyone, and then, you know... <laughs> And then maybe it'll get better, but, like, I think uh, it's, it's tough because it's not, like, it's, you know, it's something our team is very conscious about, and because we're so small, I think it's easy for us to have friends outside of, like, mm-hmm. obviously some of our close friends are on the team, but it's easy to have friends outside of the team, and, like, some of us have, like, best friends, like, my best friends outside, like, and, you know, right. and it's not, like, it's not something that's, like, oh, no, like... Oh, like, he's a norm. Or, like, you're not hanging out, or, like, you're not hanging out with the team. That's never something that's been, like... Problem a problem with us way, yeah. with us so I don't know how that is on other teams that maybe are bigger and have more of that like culture um yeah, yeah. but yeah yeah I think it's it should it should be reciprocal right yeah. I think the narrative I see a lot it's like um the problem is on the athletes mm-hmm. uh students and like everyone else is like, just kind of like just bear you know they just <clears throat> they're just bearing the brunt of it type of thing mm-hmm. uh it it, it should it, the effort certainly has to come from both sides and I can say like it's not like I I think I think maybe this is just more distinctive about Howard in general but everyone everyone's nice yeah right no sure. one's no one's mean yeah. no one's a dick if you like want to talk to someone <laughs> or we have a question it's not like someone's it's like yeah you know it's not like oh like you don't play sports so I'm not going to talk to you mm-hmm. something yeah. like that um but yeah, no, it's good to it's good to know. I think and I think it's important for people to know that um, athletes are conscious about it. And like you know, mm-hmm. if you said like these like committee meetings, like it's always brought up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know there's like a task force being created. Yeah. And that was subject of the last meeting. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I mean, I, I we're, we've yet to see the results of the task force, or you know, mm-hmm. I actually think I actually think Alana's writing an article about that. Oh, nice. So, Anyway, moving on. So now that uh, the season's over, um, <laughs> I guess moving forward. I mean, well, first of all, do you guys have a spring season? Do you guys play in the, in the spring? Yeah. 
Yeah, the team will, and then we have the option to come and play if yeah. we want to. Oh, you have the option mm-hmm. to come and play. Yeah. And is it is yeah. it is it's not like a, it's not as competitive as the fall, is it? No, it's just like um, it's called the not technically called the non traditional season. So it's uh, sixteen practices you're allowed with the coach. So like in between season and and spring season, you can't have practices with the coach. Or like the camp, the coach can't be on the court with you. So we tech, like hold like captains practices or just like do stuff like that to like keep playing. Um, but then we're allowed to have sixteen um, practices over like a period of six weeks with the coach, and then you have one play day, and it's like it doesn't go on your record or like anything mm-hmm. like that. So it's kind of like and like our play day, play day last year was very informal. It was mm-hmm. like they, there was a bunch of team D three teams, and then you just kind of like. We played for like time, and you just kind of like played some games. But like we it's played nice. to twenty five, but like yeah. it was just like an hour per game, and just like kind of played, and it's just like a way to like, I don't know, because there's so much time in between like both seasons, right? So like it's yeah, right. It's like, and I guess um, will you guys want to play in the spring? Is that yeah, yeah for sure, yeah. <laughs> I want to smack down some of the younger girls. And be like, you gotta pick that up. <laughs> I know it's it's weird though because it's kind of like our time to take. A step back too mm-hmm. because it's not our job to to lead the team anymore yeah. and like right. it's, we have some new captains who we're very excited about um who are, who are the new captains um, has it have yeah um, announced? izzy schwam and madison adore so one senior one junior again which i think um will go very well but um yeah and uh do you guys have high uh, what do you, how do you think the next season is going to pan out or what do you what, what are your hopes for the next season mm. And, have, and, and do you know anything about, like, the recruiting? I guess recruiting, the recruiting process hasn't finished, so you don't really know anything about yeah. the freshman. I mean, we know a couple of things that, like, we are, are hopefully getting a lot more height from the new freshman class, so that's mm-hmm. really exciting. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be a really exciting element, and it's just in general for, like, a lot of the girls we've been playing with for the past couple of years and, like, seeing them grow and, like, how every single year you, like, get more confident and just know that you own this court more. <coughs> it really, like, lights things up, especially for, like, I, I mean, I'm more talking about, like, the back row players because they're <laughs> my girls. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited for them to step into that role now that, like, it's it's pretty much their team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, we, like, last year and the year before, we were a pretty young team. Right. Like, we had two upperclassmen our sophomore year, and we had... That's it, senior. only two? Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. so, like, we've been pretty young for a while, and, like, last year we had eight first years. So it's been um, kind of like a, a rebuilding type process, I think, Um and, you know, I hope it just continues upward. And, like, it's mm-hmm. our largest loss of people since our freshman year, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So, um, but I think we still have, like, a very strong, um, like, everyone's just gotten so much better and they're only, like, they're only sophomores. And that's so exciting. And I think that that's going um, to that's gonna help the team out a lot. That's great. And personally, for both of you, uh, guys, to play volleyball in the future again, or I mean, what what are the plans? You don't have to go if if that's too stressful. You, you know, <laughs> I, I, no. it's like a very like contentious question. It's was, it was like when I was in like senior year of high school and everyone would ask me about college. Well, our coach actually has like an adult league that she plays in, <laughs> oh, really? and so I'm unfortunately need to have uh, a knee surgery, <laughs> but um, so I won't be playing mm-hmm. in it. But Sarah and I think Julia are gonna play, and um. That seems really fun, and like she's our coach's amazing player, so that's yeah. gonna be really exciting. Um, is is this the? I, I read online that um, you had to take last year out, 
or you had to take a year out from my, my sophomore year. Sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, I had an ACL tear, but this Ooh. is from my ACL tear in high school <laughs> because I played so much, like so much, like six years of hard volleyball on like a new, like grafted ACL. It kind of, and I already had issues. So, so you tore your ACL twice? Yeah, at two different knees. <laughs> wow, that's so. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, but now I have. So this end of the season, I had to like a lot of trouble with like swelling and like trying to push through so now I need to get a new meniscus in which is like a very weird and like surgery because you need to be young and have arthritis in your knee so it's like a very weird subset of people that need that yeah I guess I was I mean this is just a small like slight digression but like how have injuries impacted you because I I I played travel soccer in high school Mm -hmm. and um I broke my leg like six months ago uh-huh. and it was hell oh, like yeah. absolute hell like yeah. being on crutches it was also my senior year yeah. so it was like had to go to uh-huh. prom on crutches had yeah. to do all these things on crutches so like, <laughs> so like i don't know just how's like being injured like how does that yeah. how's that affected you or your experience with that i mean i was like my whole sophomore season i was injured so i came in knowing that like this was like my role on the team i did it end of freshman year um mm-hmm. spring season and then it's about like a six nine month recovery so yeah. i kind of knew that it wasn't going to be but I mean, it's definitely, like, you're still a part of the team and you're still contributing, and it kind of helped me find my voice a little bit more because that's, like, the only way that you can help the team is by providing, like, insights and, like, cheering and helping everyone and um, talking. And, like, Sarah got hurt at the end of our mm-hmm. senior year. Oh, yeah. So um, that left her out, so I'm sure... Yeah. That's a different experience than what I went through. But. I mean, honestly, <laughs> if I were to choose one, I guess I'd rather go out the way I did because, like, yours is just, like... Sarah played like three sets with a broken hand and I broken still hand. never get over Damn. that. Uh, and it's a good time. Yeah. Even got lace with that serving yeah. your palm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but that was definitely not what I expected the senior yeah. year to end with, but I've never been injured before throughout my whole like collegiate or <laughs> any sort of playing that I've ever done. So that was great. Right. If anything, like I was lucky. So you, you had to miss the end of the season, or you just yeah. you just oh, you had really? to miss the end of the season. Oh, that's yeah. I think that it was sucks. like three of the conference games. But you wouldn't know with all the awards that she's. <laughs> 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 lucky, lucky. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Sarah, what about you? What, what's uh, for the future? Um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to play with my coach. Um, yeah. Just really trying to make sure and a lot of pressure from my mom that I don't fuck up my finger again. <laughs> <laughs> so we're taking it slow, but I'm definitely gonna try and play as much as possible and hopefully in the future I end up in California somewhere so hopefully I can do some beach yeah yeah California is nice it's like supposed yeah. to be like 85 or like consistently in the 80s there no. it is not that's why <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm from there I went home for Thanksgiving oh, yeah. and it was like 60 and rainy and I was like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> and it snowed like two hours away from me yeah that's interesting because I'm sure I like I've talked to a few West Coast people here, and it's just at first the weather, like the weather, like the change in weather is crazy. And I'm from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Every so. winter, I think that it's colder than it was. Before. Really? And it's like the same amount, but like every winter, I'm like, it was not this cold last year. I am freezing. <laughs> like it doesn't get better. Yeah, like like for me, like the idea that like the West, like California in general, is just like at at, the, at a minimum 60 degrees yeah. or something like it's that. Still, it's That's still crazy. Nice. Yeah. Oh my God. You'll still see. Pair, I saw people wearing like like. Like puffy jackets and Uggs, and I was like, oh, "No, what are you wearing?" I was like, "No, what are you wearing?" All right. Well, I think this was a successful first podcast. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank no, you. I appreciate it, Sarah and Kendall. Thank you so much for talking to us. 
awkward to me. <laughs> 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 Grace is here, yeah. <laughs>